Hey friends, it's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's, Let's start, start the show. show. Woo. Yeah, let's start the show. Do, oh, do you remember what number we're on? 75. <clears throat> Welcome to episode 75, if that's... If that's really what it is. Where this lands. I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm throwing a number out there. Not super confident in it. But actually, I have my computer right in front of me. I could probably just... That's you know, cool. You look it up, and I'll continue welcoming people. Hey, welcome, everybody. We're doing a thing where we... Um, it's just going to be me and Brian today. We're mixing it up, you know? Um, we're going to be just cracking a couple beers, um, talking about the things we've been doing, um, getting you all caught up on all the crazy things you might be noticing on our Instagram and Facebookeries. Um, and yeah, that's, you know, it's just just one of these no interview things. Plus... We're like, man, we got more, we got more cameras on us than ever, and we got backlighting and front lighting. Yeah, so <laughs> you might actually see some of these clips, like on our social media or YouTube. I don't know what we're gonna do. I'm gonna wave right now, just in case yeah. you see this. Like I'm waving to you, listener. You listener. Okay, cool. Um, we have so, a few things written down, a few topics. We'll go over them, but let's crack some beers and get into it. What do you say? Uh, let's do it. I like that. I wish. I'm glad we recorded that. Maybe right. I'm gonna put that in the next song. <laughs> okay. So the idea, I thought, oh, let's let's uh, crack open a few Montana beers, right? And um, I just we we went to a, a gas station and all I could find was IPAs. So I thought one day I'm gonna have to get over being a big old IPA baby, and I'm maybe I'll just like try to drink a bunch in a row. I don't know at an event or something. I, I, so the thing is, is I don't like IPAs either. So we, I didn't get them, and I just went with domestics. But, I mean, so if you're not from here and you're listening um, from other places, I we like red, what we call red and clam beers here because we're so close to Seattle. We we just, there's something about the, the flavor profile. There's clam and clam. I don't know what the red beer is. Maybe there's some sort of... It's sm- clamato. Clamato. Yep. So, yeah, clam. so clam, clam, and tomato, and juice. tomato. We just like it in our beer. Yeah. And so, seafood and tomatoes, tomato soup. Yep. Like put into a light beer. Basically. Yep. Yeah. And so that's what we like in the Pacific Northwest, I guess. And then when you move to Montana, apparently a ton of us have moved to Montana mm-hmm. because you can order uh, what what you should call a red beer. You just say, "Hey, I want a red beer," and they'll be like, "Okay," and they'll just they'll come back. Any other part of the United States? Well, maybe not any other, but most other parts of the United States I've been to, they're like, "What kind of beer would you like?" I mean, we have red oh, ales. Is that oh, what you I mean? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we're special. Oh okay. And then what I got um, Brian here was. Uh, I was just trying to, because he said he'd never had like orange juice in a beer, what I would call a brass monkey. And mm-hmm. so I was trying to find like an orange, but I got, oh, I, th- I even thought it was lemon. It is not. No, it's pina picante. Pina. Chilada. I don't know. Oh, what is and, it? it's, and you said you got a bunch of domestics, but this is Modelo. I consider Mexico modestic. I mean, <laughs> modestic. <laughs> I consider Mexico domestic. Domestic. Yeah. It, it, but it's not. You, I mean, you can consider it that. I can. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just, it's not. Like in reality, yeah. legally and technically speaking, it's not. Yeah, but scientifically. I, I consider yeah. it the 51st state. Okay. Just because? Yeah, no, I, I enjoy Mexico. I've been there several times. I Me like too. people I, from there. Yep. Um, I wish it was domestic. It's just, it's just not. 
Well, if Texas had won, you know, <clears throat> or maybe or something like that. They won harder. California, yeah, or something. Yeah, they just kept pushing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, at, at any rate, it's just good beer, and I like <laughs> and I like drinking it in, during summertime. Like, there's no better beer during uh, the summer than a Modelo, like a Mexican style light sort of beer. Right. Not the dark ones, but you know. The, the light. Yeah, and I'll I'll agree with you. My my. I, I took a, a youth trip to Mexico, um, and and they had me try like, like in Mexico Mexican beer, and and the the kind I tried you can't get here, and I can't remember what it's called, out of a can, but you get like your your glass mug, mm-hmm. and it's in the freezer, and you pull it out of the freezer, yep. and you put salt around the rim, and then you pour the Mexican beer into the glass, and yeah. then you put lime. And that you throw that in there, yep. and that's how you have a Mexican beer, a chelada. Yeah, and we're basically we're both uh, drinking cheladas. That's the name of the you see the word on your can there too yeah. as well. Um, I love them, and the only thing that I would um, add to that recipe is just some hot sauce. Just just shake in some hot sauce, man. This says it has the refreshing flavors of pineapple and chile peppers. Chile peppers, yep. So that's that sour, that sweet, but also that spicy and salty. They just do it all. It's like everything's happening. So you know the feeling when you drink a, a clamato beer, the first feeling of the tomato juice, like it doesn't feel like beer. You're like, am I just drinking a V8? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a V8. This actually has that feeling, even though there's no tomato in there. That first initial is like, I think it's oh, you're chili. drinking. Yeah. Yep, I think so. I think it's the peppers. It's that specific type of chili they use, or the chile. Chile. Yeah. Chile. So if we if we move on to what what why we just decided like, hey, we're gonna do just a podcast just us is like I realized going back through some of our podcasts, we had several in a row that were just us. Yep. And people seem to kind of like them, and then now we've had a ton that were the guest, 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 guest. Let's see, when was the last time? Butcher, Great Falls, Heavy Metal. Oh, my goodness. Way back there. I'm, I'm still going. I'm still going. I think oh, we just... episode 60. So we've had oh. 14 episodes without just you and me. Well, just kind of talking. I think we had like a really good meeting one day. And we're like, you know what we should do? We should do way more interviews. I think so. Yeah. And, I, and I truly enjoy the interviews. Mm-hmm. But we have... The problem with interviews is when you have someone here that's your guest, like you don't want to talk about... The stuff we want to talk about today, which is ourselves. <laughs> I just want to talk about myself without being interrupted by a our, guest. Our first subject isn't about us. Our first subject <laughs> isn't about us. This is okay, but we want to say it though. We want <laughs> like we really want to talk about it. We couldn't have somebody else on and be like, "Hey, come talk to us about this." We'd have to be like, "Quiet, quiet now. <laughs> yeah, Let sh- me finish. Sh- sh- <laughs> just hush, hush, or just like mute." Mute their channel. Yeah, right? we just muted you. You keep talking, flapping your gums. No one's going to hear that. We, <laughs> so we just wanted to not do that to a guest. Yeah, and just have a chat and get to talk all we wanted about the stuff that we've we've been doing. Uh, we've wanted to talk about. Like Brian was saying, it's not like you know. We just we when someone's going on a roll and we're just getting gold out of these dear people that are just taking time out of their day to come on our podcast. We don't want to stop them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to take mental note and be like, okay, we got to like, I got this funny thing I want to say. So maybe we save it for our forthcoming podcast when we don't really have much to talk about. Right. When we can go back and reminisce and relive all the cool stuff that we wanted to say. We just had a chance. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree completely. Our our first subject is jazz. Yeah. So um, if you listen to the episode with um, the fabulous Mr. Robison, R- Robis- Robison, Ken Robison, um, man, we were like, let's get that jazz music on the end of this episode. And we were like all happy about it. And then we had to do a million other things. And so we were like, dang it, that was still a good idea. So we did hook up the um, the machine today. And we're gonna we're just going to play through, I don't know how many tracks we have. There, it is a two CD thing. Let's not go through all of them. But let's play through, I don't know, four or five. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. I was going to say, like, not the whole track. No, no, though. no. We'll just yeah. listen to it, get a, get a feel for it, and then kind of do a little commentary like give a, give on what Give a little commentary on that and skip to the next track. And Yeah. Okay, I, I like that idea. I, but, but first, I kind of want to set it up, like how long. The, one of the main reasons that we didn't have it on that episode is how hard it was for us to do what we're getting ready to do for you. It took a lot of work. It did. Because Let's, this is not like a CD you go to Alpine Records or what was that uh, subscription? That you Capital. Used to do? Capital Records, yeah. right? Where you gave Columbia them, House, Columbia House. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. That's Columbia House, where you go to Columbia House, you give them a nickel, they send you ten CDs, and then somehow you owe them a million dollars after that. Yep. And everybody was tricked into it. Plus interest. Well, it wasn't that simple. We reached out to um, Grass Grassroots. What is what was the name of that Grass Grassroots Grassroots mm-hmm. the website records or you, you, something like that. Oh, it's probably on here. You keep oh, talking. I'll yeah. just read this. So sweetgrassmusic.com. Sweet I knew we weren't saying it right. Sweetgrass, which is run or is is started by um, what's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. Who owns <sighs> that? My goodness. Oh, the guy. Um, yeah. The, that, that remastered all of this that we talked about on the episode that you Mr. got to meet, Mister Aburn. Jeff. Is it Jeff Abram? Philip. Philip. Oh, my goodness. We're so horrible right now. Don't guess at names. <laughs> so, Philip, we reached out to his website. Wow. Joe reached out. I reached out. Then I don't know why. I got a response, and Joe didn't. And uh, they said, yeah, we'll just we'll send it your way. Give us your address. Well, for those of you that are in the know, we have a new address. We have a studio that we're recording out of right now. It is a made up address. <laughs> yep. So they got a hold of us like a week later and said, uh, Hey, we got the CDs back in the mail. And I'm like, Oh goodness. And so then several phone calls, Joe's at a show, I'm leaving town. And it just turns out that they are coming through great falls that day and would like to just hand us the CDs. And so luckily Joe in be- and in, in between songs in a show, we were able to connect. He got to meet them, right? Like, yeah, very briefly. Very briefly. Yeah, they were they were picking up some food at Five on Black, and I noticed that they waited in their car and had somebody bring it out to them. And I was like, oh, <clears throat> maybe they don't want to be like you know close contact with people. And so I just walked up to their car and gave them space, and I didn't even go up and shake his hand. I just waved at him and, and expressed my undying gratitude for delivering the CD. <laughs> And so that that happened. Yeah, this whole thing. Well, did we, <laughs> and, so it got sent back. You already mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, it got sent back, and then and then Gosh. they bring it to you. So then we have the CD, and Joe, as he like opens up the package and and sees the CDs, there are cool little CDs that are made to look like records. Yeah, vinyl records on the top, and, and they so, even have that little texture. Yeah, they have too. like the texture to it on the top. And his CD player in his van hated that. Yeah, I was like, nope, I'm never playing. You might not even get this CD back. Out, out of this player. I was right. like, come on, please, please eject. I need this. 
And so then we had to go on a mission that somehow took us like a week, a week and a half or something to, to like go on a mission to try to find a CD player. Yeah, working CD player. So I, I put out a call to a couple friends that worked in some pawn shops and they were like, ah, oh, we don't have any right now. And I think we were just out and about and, and we were like, you know what? We got to hear the C. We've had it for like a couple of days now. We haven't heard the music on it. And we've just, yeah. this buildup was killing us. And I think we just stopped at a random pawn shop mm -hmm. and uh, looked around and there's those record players that also, thank goodness, have CD players with them. And we and it was still in the box too. Yeah, it was still in the box. Like when I got it here to the studio, I took it out of its original plastic. Beautiful. I took off like the the little protector over because it's a record player as well. The the what do you call that arm that comes out to the record? Is that is, the, is there a name for that? The needle holder arm. I yeah, don't the know. needle holder arm. <laughs> I took <laughs> off the uh, the protective thing off of that. Like it was brand new, and it was cheap. I looked online to make sure I wasn't paying too much at the pawn shop, mm -hmm. and even talked him down. Yep, yep. And I, I don't know, 40 bucks or something. Uh, I can't really remember. And then it was like just a few days before the podcast was supposed to like be uploaded and out. And it's we were just like, you know what? Like we just have to do a whole separate podcast. Yeah. Because like we don't have we don't have the time to do it well. Mm -hmm. And so now what we want to do is like do it some justice because uh, Sweetgrass went through so much trouble to get this to us. Yeah. And so we just want to we want to do it justice now. Yeah, let me read you the um, the intro real quick. I'll put us in the mood here. Maybe if I can find. It. Okay. I think you should read the intro to us. Okay, Joe. I'm gonna do it. That just put me in the mood. And then we'll get it. We'll just listen to a few songs, and we'll just give you our our initial reactions and what we think, and then encourage you to go oh. buy your own. Oh, and while you're looking for this, mm -hmm. um, for those of you that didn't listen to Great Falls, The Unwritten History, episode 73. 73. This is, that whole episode was was really to talk about um, Leo Lamar and his club that was here called the Ozark Club that was the only unsegregated club back in the day, and it was a jazz club. And you got to go back and listen to the episode mm -hmm. because Ken does an amazing job talking through the whole history, oral history of it. He's a great storyteller, orator, and... Uh, and so there's what we found out in the podcast was that they one time brought these red discs and recorded just kind of a jam session. Yeah. And so then Philip Aberg, who is actually, what is the name of the song that he's on that's on uh, Gardens of the Galaxies? Do you remember? Um, fooled Around and Fell in Love. So that song, Philip Aberg's in that. Yeah, he's so the that's, piano player. That's, that's the guy that Joe oh, almost got to meet. Amazing. I mean, yeah. I... I saw his awesome Subaru car and his said hello to his son and his wife. And he sat in the back and waved at me very nicely. I mean, I feel like we're old friends now. Right. You and know? you were practically on Guardians of the Galaxy now. I, like yes. practically. Yes. You were practically, like, you should be in the movie credits now. Honestly, I think one of the, one of the characters is based on me. Mm. Okay. That's how it happened. Be because of all of this. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, like he then took these red discs and uh, which I'd never heard of before the podcast, by the way. So if you're like, what's a red disc? I'm like, I can't explain it to you because I still don't really know. It's like an old, old record player one, recording. Yeah, disc like thing. a one time use thing yeah. where they would record live music onto this this red disc. And he remastered it because apparently it didn't sound very good. But you're going to hear that like this isn't going to be like the most bestest sound quality because it was originally on a red, di red disc, then was remastered. And it actually sounds pretty good for where, where it came from and how old it is. Yeah. And so this is like a jam session one Sunday at 
the Ozark Club in Great Falls, Montana, back in the fifties, forties. Yeah, I'm not sure when when he came and did this, but maybe it's in the the thing. Well, when like here. this actually happened. Oh, when they actually had this jam session, I feel it's it's got to be the forties or fifties. Yeah, I'm not sure when he came and did the recording and did the jam session. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I will say that um, the Ozark Club and the and all the music that was going on there was amazing and it was um world renowned Uh, people from all over like anyone that was in jazz knew about great falls montana and the ozark club like that's how big it was and for some reason what you're about to hear is the only recording there's nothing else not i mean nothing there is no picture i mean there's maybe a couple pictures from you know that people have since donated but no audio recordings this is it this is all we got of some of the best jazz music that was being played at the time which was the most popular music of the time so it's like they were playing the you know some bro country or some some pop some taylor swift and we were doing it here as good or better than anywhere else in the united states which is possibly the world man that's saying something so let's listen to a couple tracks so this first one is called well i have track two pulled up that's cool this one is called High Society from City of Million Dreams. Uh, and we were right. New Orleans Heritage Band. Tommy Sancton on clarinet. Lars Edergren on piano. Jason Marsalis on drums. Ronell Johnson on trombone. Clive Willis trumpet. Carrie Lewis bass. And comp is Porter Steele. Comp? Why don't I know what the word comp means? Oh, well. It'll come to me. See, I'm already liking this. You know? I'm like, yeah, man. I feel like we, we should go to New Orleans. Dance down the street with our hurricane drinks. You know the, the old Disney cartoons and movies? I feel like this is in there. Like the aristocrats. Yeah. Right? Like this is something that would be in that. Does it sound like, like there's a marching band inside a room? Right. that trombone in the back. And these guys are just jamming. Like, hey guys, let's do this song together. And a one, and a two. Yeah, so... I'm just just wondering if they... Like, is this like an actual song, or is this like literally them just jamming? No, this is a song. Uh, So in jazz, you have like a... There's a framework, you know, like if everyone knows that same song... That's okay. okay. I, hit, I just hit next. That's okay. That's okay. This next song is uh, just squeeze me, but in parentheses, but don't tease me. Oh. And so, yeah, so in jazz music, it's like you'll you'll hear it differently a lot because it's like everyone knows how to sing uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? And so you can go almost anywhere and say, okay, everyone, we're going to sing Re- Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer together. Um, so it's the same thing in jazz. We're like, hey, okay. everyone, we're going to sing this thing that everybody knows. Like, you'll know where the changes are. So since you're really good at doing lead playing, like when it's your turn to make some some cool lead solo work, you know, single note lines sometimes are called, like you already know how the song goes. So you can way more easily improvise things. Got it. 
Yeah. So that's the skill of it. And the people that are held up to the highest regard are the ones that they come up with the most beautiful, as if they, 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 they wrote that song and practiced it over and over again and recorded it. But no, they just came up with those, those notes right then in the moment. Like this is something to listen to on like a rainy day. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of looking through pictures of your grandpa. <laughs> you know, remembering that time you took you fishing. And you're like, yeah, grandpa used to listen to this old jazz music every now and again when grandma it, wasn't watching. It doesn't. It doesn't remind me of like tease me or don't tease me or whatever. what was the title again? Uh, this one's called "Just Squeeze Me, But Please Don't Tease Me." Oh well, maybe. And somewhere in there is the melody. Like, I'm not familiar with the song, but yeah. it would be. Just squeeze me and don't, but please don't tease me. Wow, wow. Give it a bap. You know, that sort of thing. That was really good, actually. Thanks, man. Yeah, you, you kind of nailed that. Well. I feel like scatting's just I mean sorry jazz guys I, I just think scatting's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so it's easy. <laughs> the um there's an office episode where what's his face um scats but he has it all written down. Really? Yeah. And he has a whole thing <laughs> written down. He's like, "Oh, I said beep instead of boop or something like that." Oh. He's like, "It was good though." <laughs> yeah, I think it's I mean, it's like every now and again and whenever I say that, I'll say it out loud. But now the universe is going to put some video in front of me where I go, oh, that person's really good at scatting and they make it sound so good. But usually what I'm thinking is, couldn't you think of some words? Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it just seems like so because I'm hard of hearing and I wear hearing aids, it's, it, scat seems like. How I hear the world most of the time. You're always hearing people scatting. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh you should just use real words. You're like, we are, Brian. And what I hear is, skip it up. Whoa. <laughs> That's, your life is so jazzy. It is. It's very jazzy. <laughs> All right. Do we want to listen to one more? Yeah. Hold on. Let's see. Let's go to track. So we've got, here are our tracks. So track four is Fly Swatter. Track five is Rumi. Track six is the cleansing in the dance of the sad. Oh, that sounds epic. Uh, <laughs> number seven is j- just teeth. Um, number eight is slow roll. And number nine is, oh, it must be a short story of uh, Jack Mahood, who I believe is the uh, yeah saxophone player there pictured on the, yep, on the yep. CD. And we talked about him on the episode. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which one do you think? Any, any of those names jump out at you? Cause well, two of them do. What's that? One is teeth. Yeah, what is and it? one was the other one that sounded like super epic, but I feel I feel it's not going to be super epic. The cleansing, the cleansing, and the dance of the sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those two are the ones that stand out to me. Let's listen to a few seconds of both. Okay. But so one, number one is uh, so the first one is six. That's cleansing in the cleansing and the dance of the sad. Here it is. Ooh. Oh, I love that bass. That's like a. It's not a bass guitar, it's an actual like bass. Like a stand-up bass. Yeah. Oh man, I like that. There's nothing better to me than the sound of an upright bass. You can rarely hear it in music. 
Yeah, it's not usually the feature piece. Not so soft, but when you can hear it, it has this breathy nature to it, this airiness. I don't, I can't quite describe it because it's a sound, you know. It's as if someone with a really deep bass voice was just using it to sing in a really pleasing way. Mm. You know, he was like, so I pictured it without you doing anything, <laughs> but I'm glad you did something because I, it's exactly how I had it in my head. Cool. <laughs> okay, so what's the next one? Next one is the uh, next track is Teeth. Okay, so Teeth. Track, track seven. He's making it sound like there's delay on that snare drum. Wow. Uh-oh. This drummer's jamming with a... Like an organ player? What? It's like the drummer's like, I want to play a fast song. Yeah. Everyone else is like, yes. nah, let's go yes. slow though. He's like, we can do both. It's, it's, it's upsetting to me what's going on. He's like, can you just follow the drummer? Yeah, you're Leave not following the there. drummer. What are you doing? And the people are like, teeth, man. Like one person's thinking of shark teeth. The other person's thinking of like a baby's first tooth. to it though it's so weird I can't jam to it if you let it it's so hard to like let your mind go what if these were supposed to go together right I'm, I'm like closing my eyes I'm trying to do it no it, it so it sounds like I'm in an apartment building and I'm the in-between neighbor there's one guy with a different band going on on the right or practicing his drum and then on the left there's people playing jazz. Or someone's like doing the dishes or something. You yeah. just hear like the dishes clanking. Or like there's you're in a you're in a household where um, the son is listening to like Metallica <laughs> and the, the dad is just listening to old old blue eyes, you know, crooner music, old right. jazz, like boo 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 boo. And then the Sunny Boys listen to right. And then you got this super '80s organ guy come in, electric piano. I love that sound. I'm not saying I don't like all the sounds individually. I like. I get you. I get you. Just the tone of that electric piano right now reminds me of Taxi. Remember that show, Taxi? Yeah, and the sound that's happening right now, that one. Yeah. I didn't know that they could make back then. Me neither. Did they have an electric piano? Back? That's what I'm saying. It's like an electric piano. Seriously? This is recorded on a red desk. It sounds awesome. Oh. Wouldn't that be cool if the guy who did the remaster just like re-recorded <laughs> something over this? Yeah. He's like, you know what they need here? This uh, this bass player and this drummer? They need an electric piano guy. Yeah. And he's good enough to do it if you heard his stuff. Mr. Mr. Auberg, your stuff is good. Okay. Okay, that's good enough. I mean, that was like we were just digging into we were just digging into jazz, Brian. Do you ever picture did you ever picture yourself just sitting in a room with a guy and go, "Hey, let's listen to this next jazz track." No. Ever? No. 
Never. Congratulations. You've yeah. opened your brain. Yeah, what we just did, I'm I'm in the back of my head going, are we are we putting out <laughs> junk right now onto the podcast? Oh. Like that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, but I'm like people it's a masterpiece. This was this was the the number one music of that day. And so it's just like you said, it's like listening to like Taylor Swift or something, right? Or K-pop or whatever, whatever them kids are into these days. Yep. And it, and, and we're, we're trying to, we're trying to go back there. I don't want to disrespect anybody, you know, that came before me. I can't get into the music, man. Well, I mean, those are just a couple songs. So here's the thing about jazz. Mm-hmm. There is jazz that you like. You just don't know it. For sure. That, yeah, for Cause, sure. Because you wouldn't call that thing that you heard jazz music because it has nothing to do with that stuff you were just listening to. But it, it's jazz. Well, and he, he also said that it was like a type of like bebop, right? Is that what this is that mm-hmm. what we're listening to is like a bebop or I mean, a pop bop? I, I guess so. It all, all the jazz forms kind of mold together. Because I think of like, um, I don't know why, but I'm, I think of like James Brown. Uh-huh. Is there jazz there? Am I thinking of the right thing? Or is it just maybe his voice or something that I'm thinking of? Yeah. Because he's more rock. I guess so. Like, he's definitely more funk. Like, he's the godfather of funk. Oh, okay. And so his stuff was like, you know, why don't we take all this jazz stuff? And like, you know that one great beat that you heard? What if we just did that and stopped all this other nonsense? That's what kind of funk is. Like, strip everything away. Only leave the good feeling parts. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I like funk then. Yeah, you like funk. Everyone likes funk. <laughs> but I mean, a little jazz would be, uh, I mean, do you like the Pink Panther song? Is that jazz? That's jazz. That's jazz. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. um, I used to make that, that joke. What does the Pink Panther say when he steps on a bug? What's that? Dead ant. Dead ant. You've been scatting and singing jazz your whole life, bro. Right? Like right? that's what it is. I've been doing it my whole life. It's just that it, there are definitely parts of jazz, like parts of rock that you don't like. Oh yeah, that, there's I mean, definitely so parts of rock I don't like. There's. I, I yeah. honestly think that the worst. So the people that like jazz the most, and the people that can play jazz the best, only like the crappiest sounding jazz to the rest of us. Like the rest of us are like, what about just the simple good feeling stuff? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's day one stuff. We we actually like this. And so we're 20 years down the road. We like only sour notes because because like when they hear a note that sounds sour or weird, they go, oh, he does. He did that on purpose. He knows that that's sour. Like they they love that. Like so they're listening with different ears and different perspectives. Well, I, I even think like you and I are listening to this with different ears. Right? Oh, yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like like. But that's why I like mu- music in general. The, the whole idea of music, that's why I like music. Mm-hmm. Because there's not a lot of things in this world that, that people can unite around. But everybody likes some music. Mm-hmm. Just in that general music. Yep. It's, it's in our, you know, we talked about this very beginning of recording the podcast. Episode one or two about like the heartbeat and how you hear like your mom's heartbeat and your dad's voice and it kind of builds into music, right? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why we like that steady beat. And mm-hmm. and and so I just think that the music is like lifeblood. And so when I say I don't like this music, I essentially though I, I completely respect it and appreciate 
the music. And so I could sit here and listen to every one of these songs to its fullest just to gain the, mm-hmm. the appreciation and respect for it that I think it's it's due. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's all jazz, man. So that was cool. So that was a that's a fun story. On on the note of jazz though, we did we have like still been in talks with Ashley. If you all remember Ashley, she's been on two of our podcasts. One it was funny on her Instagram, she shared the the um, unwritten history episode and she said uh-huh. listen to me listen to Ken because she only <laughs> said a few words but we appreciated uh-huh. her being here and we we went back and talked with her you actually forgot your sunglasses yep but she gave us like like an amazing I feel like VIP tour an impromptu tour yeah yeah because we wanted to see she does 3d objects and she catalogs and organizes and keeps clean and does research on how to store everything and and all of that and and she has what she mentioned while we were on the little tour thing uh, many great volunteers that that help her out Um, but we got to see some really cool stuff walking through the history museum and I'm excited for for where that continues to go um, I think the the next one's going to be some like uh, Air Force Base, Malmstrom Air Force Base history, Cold War history kind of stuff. I was really intrigued when we were up in the third floor of the History Museum and we saw that air raid siren. That thing was huge. Which is like Cold War era memorabilia. And, and the weirdest thing to me is like I wasn't alive during the Cold War, but there's it wasn't a war, right? It's almost like uh, like what we have now of like media war kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like it's all like hearsay. This person has this many nukes. This person, Cuba, you know, there's all this stuff involved in it. But we have like leftover remainders of this thing that wasn't a thing. And it's so intriguing to me that there was air raid sirens because the threat we know now Maybe it was, maybe it was real, but like it, it didn't happen, right? Like nothing happened. Yeah. But in Great Falls, Montana, we had five air raid sirens that yeah. were like the size of Volkswagens. Like that that thing was huge. Yeah. It looked like um, off Doctor Seuss that movie where they make the clothes this where they make it the Sneed. I don't know. They, it, it looked like something off of Doctor Seuss that like you put like a tree in and then out comes cotton candy. Like it yeah. was, it, it looked like that. And it was, we had five of them. And then somebody's full-time job was watching the skies so that they could set off the air raid sirens. Yeah. And I say sirens weird. Sirens. <laughs> sirens. 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 I've said it different ways on this podcast already. Sirens. sirens. It's bugging me every time I say it. So I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a big horn. It's <laughs> a, big, a big warning, warning horn that was yellow. This big yellow Dr. Seuss looking thing left yeah. over from this era. Oh, so much like the jazz, right? Like it's just, I, I, I love hearing about these things. And then we saw a bunch of uh, Native American artifacts that were found in this county. And so many of them. What did they call those stones? Oh, dang it. I showed a picture to my wife and I was like, these are things. It's like a softball sized stone or a little bigger. Give that or has take. like a, like a. Uh, a groove through a the middle. A groove through the middle. It looks like a belt almost. As if you were going to um, Flintstone style make a hammer out of it. Right. Yes. Exactly like that. And I can't remember the name of it. A something a stone. S- a snooker. A, a something stone is what it is. Yeah. But, but go ahead. But, but, but it's, <laughs> we both butted at the same time. But 
We don't know. We don't know what it's called. But there was a ton of those, and they were really cool to look at. Oh, we have a picture. And to know that they, yeah, we'll share it on our social media. Okay. We'll, we'll put it up there, like on our story or something. But, like, super cool. We're going to keep doing stuff there. And I think that's just, I was just trying to say that to just, like, segue into, like, what's coming. What are oh, we doing yeah. Joe, you, know? you know, and that's going to be a fun one. I'm going to try to um, engage her on how, like, what is the nitty-gritty on getting the grit out of some of those um, uniforms and old vintage clothes that get donated. So many clothes. And so, like, the problem of um, the fact that the people who are running the place before the current management didn't have any sort of, well, we only want to take in important stuff rule. They they had a rule of like, well, if someone gives it to us, we're going to take it in. And so if they, it looks old, we'll take it. We're just, they're just yeah. storing. It, it looks, it reminds me of my dad's apartment, you know, and he, was, he would just stack up old newspapers because he liked an article. I'm like, you're never going to go read that article. You'll never find it. And he's like, well, I got it if I need it. I'm like, no, you got stacks of newspapers around here just g- gumming up the works. And so that's pretty much what's going on um, in the nether regions of the historical museum. But there's problems. You can't just get rid of that stuff because people stop giving to you that, and you can't have that. So the, there's a whole big old problem. Yeah, the, and that, that was something that really intrigued me when we were talking with her was like, Excuse me. We had they have thirty three typewriters, <laughs> those old typewriters, but they can't get rid of them. Yep. And there's something that um, I'm not trying to make any controversy right now, uh-huh. right? But there's something about like if a museum were to sell those things, because I'm sure they could sell some of those typewriters for a decent chunk of change. Uh-huh. Then people don't want to donate anymore because they're afraid whatever they donate is going to get sold off. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not. If it's valuable, or we'll just tell you, you know, now with our new rules, we'll just tell you, like, this isn't something we want. But it, it and so there's, there's, I don't want to call it the politics of it or the bureaucracy of it, but it, you know, whatever there is to that, um, they've got to, they've got to store a bunch of stuff and they got to catalog it, catalog it, categorize yeah. it, catalog it. Oh, oh, and the newspapers. Remember seeing all those books? I didn't yep. even know that's how they kept newspapers from the 1800s. I just want to go. So they're like, they're kept in these huge, I mean, well, I mean, if you opened up a newspaper f- to its full size, the books are b- three inches larger than that on all sides. Yeah. And they keep the whole newspaper in there in a leather bound book forever. So if you wrote into the newspaper about some squirrel that got stuck on your roof and you shot it with a BB gun, that's in a historical museum somewhere if it was printed in the newspaper. Crazy. Hmm. Ah, it was just really cool. And so yeah. we're going we're gonna to spend some time. We don't know what will end up on the podcast, but that brings us into like our new kind of like projects and stuff. Because if it doesn't end up on the podcast, we have a bunch of different things in the works for where it could end up. That's true. We're doing different things. We're trying to like, so we're just, I want to say we're just a podcast, but we're, we're creators, you know, we mm-hmm. were entertainers. And so the podcast is a way for us to talk about it, to meet new people, to have a vehicle to, I don't know, to grow and, and, and have a reason to do these next projects. And some of them we thought, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to just describe who we are to people, get our brand out there and well, what is our brand? And then how do we do it? But then how do we have fun doing it? Like we don't want to just, we don't want to create a job that we were right. trying to avoid in the per- first place. We're trying to have fun doing this and be as genuine as we can, but also put out some cool content because I also scroll through Instagram and a lot of it is garbage. So mm-hmm. if we can put out some cool stuff that's funny and engaging, we're going to try. So for example, we've got 
What's the first thing we should talk about? I don't know. One of them was listening to this CD. You're welcome. I mean, for all that in- inventive <laughs> thing that we had, the, the journey we had to go down to even procure it. And as you saw, that just came from a conversation. We had a conversation. We're like, that sounds interesting. So that's a good way to put it, Joe. Is like all of this is just coming from conversation. And we're, we're putting legs to it. Yeah. Like that's that's what we're doing. And so now, like today, if we look at where we're recording from, from where we first recorded, we first recorded in your garage. Yeah. Uh, the first two episodes were in, were in your garage. Didn't worry about lighting. Didn't worry about really even like any, anything besides just make sure we have some mics and we, and we talk. And yep. now yep. if we look around, we've got like ring lights. And two different cameras looking at us, and we got computers in front of us, and like we we actually focused on like how this is going to look to people when they look at it. Uh-huh. All of that to say that we're just focusing more on putting out the best product we can, yeah, and be in your be in your feed, yeah. And instead of just trying to come up with stuff just for the sake of coming up with it to get attention, we're like, well, what have we already done? Mm-hmm. And the thing we've already done is had a chat with a ton of really cool people. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go engage those cool people and see if they'd like to do a fun project with us. And um, that fun project, one of the fun projects is I've decided to, anyone that wants to participate, we're going to um, get an idea from them. I'm going to go back and listen to that podcast that they were on. And then um, we're going to, Brian and I are going to come to the studio hit a timer for one hour, and I'm just going to write a song. It's going to be start to finish in one hour with all the words and all the tracks I can get in, and then we're going to upload that to our Patreon. So if you're a member and you're given at least $5 a month, you're going to be able to hear all those songs. They're going to be free to you. Um, I think for the next the next level up, we're going to then, and you're also not only going to get to hear them, you're going to get to vote on them. So you hear them, you go to Patreon, you hear the song, you go, oh, that's pretty cool. Or you're like, ah, I don't want to ever hear that again. And you, so you don't vote for that one. Because what I want to do is get, I don't know, like seven or ten of them together and write like a Last Best Conversation album yeah. for us and really finish it, really do a good job. And then we'll offer that um, album for free to the, I think the next, like the level two of people giving. But mm-hmm. and, and so that introduced two different things that we've kind of started. One, we've only just begun... And the other, we've just one step ahead, which is Patreon and YouTube. Yeah. And so we're going to have these videos of Joe making the songs. Uh-huh. We're going to cut those up and put them in little bite-sized pieces that you can chew up. They're not going to be an hour long. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be of Joe creating the song. And you'll get pieces of the song in there, mm-hmm. but you won't get to hear the whole thing unless you go to our Patreon, which is another thing that we started up. We have three levels, 5, 20, and 100 uh, monthly giving hundreds more like a business. We yeah. want to see like businesses that want to see us like supporting because we're really getting the word out about things going on in Great Falls, past, yeah. present, and future. And so anybody that wants to partner on that level, and then we have yeah five and twenty. We set five because it's cheaper than any subscription you can get right now. Yeah, there's there's nothing. And so anyway, we want to encourage people to go to our Patreon, and what you're going to get there just just to start out with is these songs. And if you've heard. Many of our podcasts with Joe creating songs like on the spot, and we just put up on our Instagram a rap video. Yes, which took a little longer, but I mean, I would say that that would that would be an example of a song that we did in about an hour. Mm-hmm. That then, um, like, as if that would that one was voted on, 
and we fin- like I didn't give it like three more verses and choruses or whatever, but that was basically a finished song. Right, right. And so, so the idea is just to just to recap in case you missed this, we're going to as often as we can. Right now, we're going to shoot for weekly, but we don't know if it's going to be weekly. We'll we're going to put out a YouTube video of Joe like writing a song in an hour. And then on our Patreon, that song's going to be on there. But it's not going to, especially inside of an hour, it's not going to be a complete yeah, finished song. But you'll get the idea of it. Good rough draft. And then after we get enough songs, 15, 20 of them, uh-huh. you'll be able to then go vote. And then we're going to finish those songs that win the votes. Yeah. And then we'll have a CD. Yep. And then you can get that CD if you're at the next level up. There you go. Or it'll be available, you know, to like purchase for like, I don't know, a hundred dollars or something. More like a thousand dollars. Yeah, a thousand. We'll, we'll make one vinyl and auction it off. <laughs> oh, that was the cool thing too. To hold, totally sidetrack is that this CD player we bought came with a record player, and then we we were able to get a bunch of records for a dollar. Yeah, now we I've never play. had a record player. It's awesome. I'm it, so excited. It sounds good. We can yeah. have external speakers and be just almost as cool as Jason. Almost. And so I, I would say the final push for me is I've always wanted a record player. Uh-huh. Being in his man cave, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. That is cool. I need a record player. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It like, Is it moving the little needle holder arm? Is it is it hearing the scratch every now and then? You know, er, you know uh, mm-hmm. is it... It's just cool. Yep. It is cool. cool. And... I'm, I'm excited about that. That we I, I've listened to both front and back of the Madonna, and I was surprised how much Madonna song music I knew. That's pop like, music, like man. All the words, <laughs> yeah. all the words. Uh-huh. I'm like, I know this. I did, maybe I didn't know it was Madonna or something. I don't know. I don't know how I know it, but I know yeah. like all of them that she were was, on that record. She was the Taylor Swift of our day, man. Everyone knows those songs, even if you have no idea who that is. Right. Like you know the songs. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can I can picture Madonna. Like with her crazy outfits with like the yep. ice cream cone bra kind of thing going on, gold glittery thing. Yep. But I, I just didn't know I knew that much Madonna. And so you get a record player, realize how much Madonna you know. And how little Johnny Cash I know. Yeah. He wrote so many songs. So many songs. I've, we've got like three of his records here. I haven't like ran into a song I recognize yet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like what? And I thought I knew Johnny Cash, and I didn't. That's that's uh, that's a whole thing. No, everyone only knows those five songs. Yes, those those five, and yeah, those ones. Yeah, <laughs> Folsom Prison. Yep, Walk the Line, Ring of Fire, Down, Down, Down. <laughs> yep, there's a little bit of scat there, and then even a little uh, the Hurt, the Nine Inch Nails cover. Everyone seems to know that one too. Like I didn't know people were doing a cover, <laughs> so this was weird. I didn't know people were doing a cover of Johnny Cash doing a cover of that song when I heard them do it. And I was like, why are they singing so weird? You know, (laughs) I don't know what song you're talking about. Uh, It's a I'll play it for you later. But it's a like Johnny Cash. It's the song called Hurt. Okay. I felt something today. It's a very slow, sad, gut wrenching song that then Johnny Cash sang later on in his career. So this old, old grizzled voice is singing something like, I did something to hurt myself today. So I'm getting the words all wrong. Sorry, sorry, hurt lovers. I don't actually know the song. But anyways, when you see people like doing a cover of Johnny Cash and not knowing that they're trying to do a cover of Johnny Cash, it was it, it was funny. So I'm Johnny Cash was funny. the original 
No, no, the nine okay, inch so nails. Nine, nine inch, inch nails, nails was the original. Wrote, I'm just going to play it for you. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> There's no way. Just play it for me, Joe. Why don't you do that? I would if both of our phones weren't <laughs> now. We can't do anything now. We can't do anything without. We can't, we can't look up anything. I'm recording on my laptop, so I can't touch that. <laughs> my phone's over there. Can't touch that. We can't look up anything. We can't. I can I could go on my computer. Hold on. Just go, go on your computer. Look yep. up Hurt by Johnny Cash. Because um, this, I won't, I won't go on until my joke is acknowledged. <laughs> Hurt okay. by Johnny Cash. Yeah, there it okay. is. Okay. No, not that uh, one. That's that's some some guy. Marty Schwartz. He's everywhere, man. If you want to learn some guitar, just click on any one of those Marty Schwartz um, videos. <sighs> okay, hold on. Or you can call me. I'm only 100 bucks an hour. I'll come out to your place. 100 bucks plus gas money. Plus, you got to <laughs> feed me. Um, Sorry. <laughs> this, this is so bad, what's going on right now. Wait, keep... Stop going. So... My computer thinks it knows where I want to go, and it keeps taking me to a place I don't want to go. Yeah, because you, you just can't hit that, that yeah, enter button. I, every time I hit enter, it's like, oh, you wanted to do this. I'm like, no, I didn't. Why did you automatically fill that? Yeah, you might even like this song. I might. I'm trying to open Spotify. That's what's going on. And it Gosh. thought I wanted to pair Spotify, or I don't know what it was doing. Okay, just so press hurt, hurt. And I'm just going to hit enter. Hurt, cash, yep, cash, hurt. That's the one. That yeah, and then then so but Nine Inch Nails did it first. There's a rock song that does those, things. but you know in rock songs where you, you can't really hear the words. So when Johnny Cash did it, he actually kind of made this thing super popular. I didn't know Johnny Cash and Nine Inch Nails were existing in the same universe. So Johnny Cash at the end of his uh, career did duets with he did covers of everyone's song like everyone wanted to work with johnny cash so he's done something like with, what, what year did johnny cash i don't know you could probably google johnny cash and madonna so this is a nine inch nails version i was trying to play but it's it's yeah. a very long intro that's okay. it that's wait i want to johnny cash stop i just want to see when he stopped playing music it was, uh, God, I think it was 2010? Th- no. Three? Ah. No. 2003. That makes sense. Oh, that was his final public performance was July 2003. Uh-huh. So if I were to guess, like, so remember when we did trivia, Joe? Do you remember that? Uh-huh. If this would have been a trivia question, when did Johnny Cash do his final live performance? I would have, as, as the writer of the question, would have put uh-huh. 1972, 83... 93, and I would have thought 93 was ridiculous. Yeah, no. So I thought he stopped in like the 80s. Oh, man. He's like Willie Nelson. Like, Willie wow. Nelson is still on the road. Still like... Again. He, yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> he's like on the road, and he's writing new music. Like, he's like... I think he's getting near 90. Wow. Playing that guitar with a hole in it, and still doing stuff with other people. That's what I want to do. Basically, if you want to know, like, why are you doing music the way you do music? It's because I want to do it, like, until I'm 90, you know, and just be doing nine-inch nail covers with my old band voice. I like it. It's basically my retirement plan. I was trying to, I was I, I was staring at you in a blank stare because I was trying to remember how we even got to this. 
Um, but it's because we got the record player. We listened to Johnny Cash. I didn't know any of his music. We went from there. That's how we got here. Yeah, and they were like, you haven't heard Hurt yet? Well, we got to yeah. look it up. Just, oh, no, I've definitely heard Hurt. Now that we played it, I've definitely heard it. So you I, know didn't that. Know, I didn't know the words, though. I just... Uh, heard myself today. Like, people doing that, like, yeah. covering that song. Like, I'd, I, would, I don't cover that song. I don't know. Maybe I should. Yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> now I'm going to. Oh, hey, I went and saw you. Uh, one of your shows. Oh, what'd you on, think on Sunday? So first off, um, I know that that there's certain types of music you like playing and certain types that you don't. Yep. And so I sat down and I ordered a Caesar because I saw that like they have like crazy Caesars. Yeah. And and realized that there's only those crazy ones that come with like a whole like appetizer tray. Uh-huh. Uh, they only come the first Sunday and it wasn't the first Sunday of the month. Right. <clears throat> a couple weeks away. And so immediately kind of like, dang it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm immediately like, dang it. And then I shout to you, do some Snoop Dogg. Remember oh, that? Oh yeah. Yep. And I shouted to you. I want you to know now with everybody listening, I, I shouted that as a joke. Oh, uh-huh. as a joke. You didn't take it as a joke. No. And you played Snoop Dogg. Okay. <laughs> And you did it really well. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm not saying like, I know all the music that you don't like to play. Mm-hmm. I, I just as, assumed Snoop Dogg, and we just did the rap song in his style. Uh-huh. I'm like, how is he going to do this with an acoustic guitar? Like, you oh, know, yeah. th- that's why it came up in my brain. Oh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm just going to shout something at he'll, him. He'll know this is a joke. Right. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, he'll know it's a joke. You did. I, I don't know if you knew it was a joke. <laughs> and then said, I'll show you. Uh-huh. Or if you're like, oh, dang it, Brian. And you played it anyway. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to like flesh this out oh, gotcha. that I haven't done when we haven't been recording. Now that we are recording, I just want to say, hey, I, that was just a joke. <laughs> but thank you for taking it seriously and playing some Snoop Dogg, which in this Great Falls country dive bar, uh-huh. I heard six different people singing along with you. People love that song. It's, and I, it's like not the, it's, it's one of the songs people know that I do. Because as I was playing it one day, I uh, I think I just realized, oh, you know, the way I'm playing this makes me think of this other Sublime song. So I'll start with a Sublime song, and without missing a, I kind of ma- I call them mashup, mm-hmm. I do a little mashup. Mm-hmm. So then I go and do, th- and it's because I never bothered to learn the Spanish part of the Sublime song that has the Spanish in uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Which, if you've ever done a Sublime song that has Spanish in it, and then not done or done poorly, the Spanish part. People want to like throw their shoes at you. Mm. Like they, every good thing about you is now destroyed. Because so, you're not a Spanish speaking well, cover artist. Because you didn't do the thing that they, that they were waiting for. They're like, oh, oh he's going to do the thing. And then I'm going to get to show my friends that I have memorized all the Spanish words. Gotcha. And so when he does it, I'm going to have my moment. So, so it's very similar to like when Eminem will do like a super fast rap part, uh-huh. right? And everybody that all the white girls that know it will like, and they'll do it. Yep. It's like that. Yeah. Okay. And when I don't do it, people are so mad. And so out of necessity, I just, I drop in that Snoop Dogg. So you're just like, this is supposed to be the Spanish, but here's the Snoop Dogg and everybody loves it. And here we go. And there's no Spanish in it. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, I wish you would have done that. But I also know this song that he's doing. And I can show all my friends that I know this song too. Yep, yep. That yeah. was, that was my my special trick that I did to get out of learning the span. Not that it's, it's not a cool part. I just I've got other stuff to do. Honestly, besides learn Spanish. Yeah, besides learn that Spanish part of that song. So 
you know, um, so yeah, I, I was ready for it. I know. Like a lot of people want me to do gin and juice. They'll always, and I'm like, what a great idea. It would be great if I could do that. And I just have not learned it yet. And I can't fake it. So <laughs> lay back. Because there's just like, when you're familiar, you realize that you are a fan of certain rap music. When you try to do another rap song that's like completely the same thing, but you're not familiar with it. And then you try to sing those words the way they're supposed to go. You realize that rap is really hard. You rap know? is really hard. It's, yeah. it's like really fast poetry. Well, and I don't know. So you're a musician and I am not. But in my head, when I'm like singing along with, it, name anybody, uh, Limp Biscuit, Eminem, Johnny Cash, my head makes my voice sound like that artist, right? And so, and then I feel that it's just vocal cords making them do what your brain already knows how to do because in your head it's doing it. Right. My vocal cords can't do those things. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure maybe with a little bit of practice, but then when I go to like sing, I'm like, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Yeah. You can't do that. Right. And my brain's like, what happened? (laughs) What happened between here and your mouth? We had it. (laughs) Like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know, but we're not doing that again, even though it's just you and me. Like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. All right. What else do we need to cover? Because we're at we're at 57 minutes. I think it's a good time. What I really I I do want to like really talk about Patreon for a minute. Like, I really just want to um, I don't know, maybe explain like our our purpose, because we've talked about putting ads on here. We've talked about, we've actually talked with other businesses about advertising on here. We've like almost like pre-warned people, hey, advertising is coming, but they're not going to be bad. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't had one advertisement yet. Yeah, yeah. Cause and now we're, now we're saying Patreon and I don't want to, I just want to be clear with everyone, I guess, you know, yeah. like, like this is, this is the why behind what we're doing. Yeah. And so, w- we don't want ads as hard, like as easy as it would be to get a couple businesses to give us a couple hundred bucks a month and, and put their business on here. I don't like ads. Yeah. Like I just, I don't like them. No. Like maybe if we were so big that someone was offering us like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I've changed my mind for sure, but no one is going to do that. And so why muddy up the works right? for like, you know, not, I mean, a lot of work and not that much return when I, I'm just having fun the way we are. Right. And Patreon would not only, it would give, if people wanted to support and then with, I mean, if you're going to do the hundred dollar level there, that you, you would get some sort of shout out and some advertisement, right, and right, something yeah. like that you would be coming your way. So you can do it like that. And then Brian and I don't have to come up with some sort of whole commercial branding oh, thing for you. And it's just so much that's, more work. That's, you know? So that's, a, yeah, I forgot about all of that frustrating thing of like creating price lists yeah. and then you have to have contracts and then like we have to then like make an ad before we put it on the podcast, send it to whatever business, let them approve it or make changes, then re-record it, send it there. I don't want to do all that jazz. Nope. What I'd rather do is put out more content for the people that already enjoy what we're doing. Yeah. And that's what Patreon allows us to do is if you subscribe, you get like this secret backdoor access. That yeah. sounds gross. That's gross. Um, you behind get, the scenes. You get backstage <laughs> passes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like you've been coming to the show for free. If you want a backstage pass, you, you pay five bucks. Yeah. If you want the backstage pass with a little bit more perks, Boom. pay 20 bucks. There you go. If you want a backstage a pass and during the concert, we yell out your name. Your name. 
um, literally, if you if you end up being a hundred dollar a month uh, supporter through Patreon, we will just get a hold of you. Yeah, we'll and talk. we'll talk about like, hey, what do you want us to do for you? And that may be a time where we have something that comes out that would essentially be defined as an ad, but we're going to do it the Joe and Brian last best conversation way. Yeah. Maybe we write them a little song that sounds fun to us. Maybe we do a little reel with them that we enjoy. Something like that. Something real. Right. R-E-A-L for the R-E-E-L. Yeah. So we can reel them in. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I got it. Is that why they call it? Oh no, it's a film reel. Okay. Sorry. I just film reel. I'm just reel them in. I'm just catching up. Could just be both. Who I never thought about it. Like, it's we have so many words in English that are other words. Yep. Right. So, like, whenever I've heard reel, I think of if we're out fishing, I think of my fishing reel. Uh-huh. When we're filming something, I think of a <laughs> film reel. Uh-huh. And when we're putting something on Instagram, I think of an Instagram reel. I don't even like they're not connected words in my brain until right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like YouTube calls them shorts, but I wear shorts. Oh, oh, yeah. So words are fun, everybody. That's why we talk them. We we talk those words here at the Last Best Conversation um, while we think up cool and engaging, fun things to do because we like doing what we're doing. We like where we live. Um, we and like we like what we like. Yeah, and and this has been super enjoyable. We want to be able to keep doing it. And the reason we put this at the very end of the podcast is because if you are still listening right now, you're the person that we want on our Patreon. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to say that any different. Like You you should think about it. Like, you should totally think about it. And it's super easy. Uh, We put the link right down in the show notes. And so if you're on Spotify, you go like, go to episode and then you can see like the show notes and what the episode's about. If you've ever read any of those, I spent a lot of time writing them. Um, And then we have all the links down there that like, we appreciate like you can just click the Patreon link. It, it's Patreon makes it so easy. Oh, and we got that linked tree thing that you set up for yeah, us. Yeah, on any of our social media. If you go to Joe's page, my page on Facebook, Instagram, or the show on Facebook or Instagram, we have a little link tree, and that gives you like anywhere our podcasts are available. It actually, um, Alpen Fuel. Oh, that's a cool thing we can tell people about. Uh-huh. Alpen Fuel got a oh, hold yeah. of me um, because I put in for a contest to go to a backcountry hunters and anglers rendezvous. Uh-huh. It's their national rendezvous. And if you don't know who Backcountry Hunters and Anglers are, you can find them on any of the social media. Um, BHA is the short for it. But essentially, they are just a conservation group, a nonprofit conservation group that uh, tries to preserve the outdoors for hunters and people that enjoy the outdoors. So they have a, an annual rendezvous that is in Missoula, freaking Montana, Ooh. which is awesome. And they've given us, given me, two tickets. And instead of inviting my wife, I invited Joe. Oh snap! <laughs> and I think it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna develop a lot of cool fodder for us on social media to just describe. Like, I've been to a few things like this that um, are outdoors related, and it'd be a lot like Joe bringing me to like a, a whole group of musician thing, you know, yeah. conference or mm-hmm. whatever. And so we're going to, you know, try to do those things, but we're going to, you're going to be able to walk with Joe. If you're not an outdoors hunter type, you'll be able to walk with Joe and maybe feel a little bit more confident to get in the outdoors. Um, Or if you are a hunter type, you'll maybe kind of learn, you get like jargon, right? In your head. Yeah. And like, you'll learn like, oh, I didn't know people didn't know that because Joe will be asking the right questions. And so we're going to... 
with all of this Patreon and everything, we're, we're putting more information on our social media. We're putting more funny little reels together and videos and posts and stuff like that, just trying to be more engaging. And so you'll see some of that stuff on there. Yeah, we hope you enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming up. You're going to be like, man, am I watching these guys blow up and grow? Am, am I here for for the ground zero stuff? And the answer is yes, you are. Like we're doing it right now. Like so, so if you want to be like part of part of the part of the action, you know, and not being like, man, I wish I would have got got in on that when they were just on their way up. Get in now. Get like, in be, now. be part of it. Be part of what what's happening and be like i was i was part of the reason why they blew up like that that's right and you can pat yourself on the back because then when we see it we'll pat you too right on your back yeah when you go to pat yourself on the back joe's hand will be right on top of yours. that's right i will like mr miyagi that thing i'll warm up my hands and i'll just like wax on wax on that's right you're gonna get the pat of your life (laughs) that sounds so weird i'm also gonna try to put things less weird you know (laughs) Like, I'm not trying to put people off. I'm a very conservative person, if you got to know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good episode. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about all of our listeners. We've had more listeners in the month of April than we've had in any of the other month. That's yeah, we've so been blowing up on a good way, we, man. We, so just, we just keep blowing up, and it's thanks to everyone listening right now. Yeah, thanks for sharing Thank, and getting yeah. the word out. Yeah, and even like we've ran into how many people today that are like, hey, that video you put together was awesome. I don't even know. Like everybody we talked to just going to get lunch, they all have seen our video. Hey, thanks for watching our little (laughs) rap video that we had a fun and a ton of fun doing and we'll do more once we have time. If we could do even more, even quicker, you know, if you gave a little bit to that Patreon account, we could, uh, you know, new locations, maybe get some backup dancers. You never, know. You never know what we might come up with. Backup okay. dancers. I didn't even think of that. I'm always thinking of backup dancers. Oh, <laughs> man. What if we just had backup dancers during the podcast? Yeah, give to Patreon. I want backup dancers. We could have a backup dancer Damn level it. of giving. Why haven't we had a backup? We could just like, like no, oh, we could just like guarantee that twenty five percent of all proceeds will go to a backup dancer fund. Because <laughs> dancers don't get paid enough. Uh-uh, they don't. They don't. <laughs> all right, I'm cool, man. Let's do this I'm again good. soon, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Stay tuned for the next episodes. We're gonna have all kinds of fun people. Oh yeah, that's right. We wanted to tell people uh, next kind of things coming up. We got Stefan. We're going to actually get him on. From Alpha Tattoos, yep. Yeah, um, he's the one that gave me the tattoo wall podcasting. He's going to be on where he's not tattooing. Yep. So that we can get some good stories. He's got some good stories in him. We're going to share them with you guys. We're going to go out and talk with a fly fishing guide so you know how to how to fly fish. But also there's really funny stories that happen Yep. on those kind of trips. We're going into the canyon, and we'll tell you what the canyon's all about if you don't know what the heck that canyon oh, is. Oh, yeah, we're going to do a whole cool trip stuff, into yeah. the canyon. So... So just stay tuned. Keep up the good work, all of you guys, for sharing. I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll We'll see see you next show. show.